what went into the timing of this being a good time for you to take a new opportunity for you? Yeah, so, you know, I announced today that I'm resigning from the Board of Education, and it's because I've got an opportunity uh, professionally with my law firm uh, in Kansas City um, to move down there, and it was a better opportunity for me uh, and my family uh, personally and professionally, and I think it was just something that I had to do. Um, you know, it doesn't mean that, it's, that I'm not sad about it. Um, you know, I've grown up in this community. Um, I've lived here my entire life except for uh, college and law school. Um, it's a great community. We have a lot of a lot of friends, a lot of great people, and um, you know there's been a lot of tears in the Wright household as we've been uh, telling people that we were going to um, you know move, but you know we're just going to be down the road in in the Kansas City area. Um, I'm still going to have an office up here. I'm still going to be up here, um, so I'm not really leaving or uh, the community. It's just that I'm going to be living somewhere else. The timing of kind of having one year left, I guess, kind of to be because three year terms, right? Right. That, was that kind of a hard part of this too, is not being able to finish that part out just because of the opportunities that you do have professionally presented to? Yeah, I mean, that's what's difficult. I don't, I don't want to leave anything undone. And in, in some respects, I think we've accomplished a lot over the last two years. But on the other hand, there's still a lot of work that's left to be done. And uh, I am saddened by the fact that I wasn't able to accomplish everything I set out to do when I ran for the board. But um, sometimes that's just the way it works out. What was the most challenging thing that the board has faced in the last few years? I know a lot of it's been facilities and trying to move forward in that. And there was some pushback or hiccups and everything along the way to get at least to this point. But what's been the biggest challenge that you guys have had, I guess, maybe in the two years that you guys wanted to get things done too? Yeah, so when I ran for the board, there were really two things I wanted to do. First was uh, stabilize our operations, and then second was address our facilities. I think we accomplished the, the first thing. Um, you know, when I came onto the board, we had about a three, four million dollar deficit, and now we're operating this year at about a six million dollar surplus. And so I think we've done a good job of stabilizing the operations. Um, I came in, I wanted to be a watchdog for the taxpayers, make sure we were investing the money wisely. But on the other hand, making sure we're t still taking care of our students and our staff. And I think we've done that. Um, the second part of that is our facilities. And, you know, to me, the status of our facilities is just unacceptable. They are aging. They are inefficient. They're inadequate. And that has got to be addressed. And we, we were starting to make strides in that. We kind of hit a roadblock. Uh, through COVID and everything else. Um, and so I'm disappointed that I'm leaving that uh, uh, incomplete, but we're still continue to work on that. Going back to the first part of you talk about getting, you know, the six million in surplus, just how big of a turnaround is that for just the common person hearing that where the district was even five, six years ago from everything everybody remembers to now working in the way it is right now with that, like you said, six million dollar surplus. Yeah, I think we've made strides in rebuilding some trust and credibility uh, with the district and the and the community. Um, I don't think we're all the way there yet. I'm not sure you ever get all the way there yet. I think it's a continuing process, especially with a governmental entity like the school district. We always have to strive to be open and transparent and continue to work with the community to make sure we're doing things in, in the right way. Um, you know, on the facilities side of it, you know, the, the, in my opinion, the question is not what happens if we build new schools. The question should be what happens if we don't. And I think that's where the conversation really needs to come with the community. I think we're looking at a crossroads with aging facilities, um, declining enrollment. 
I think that's going to come to a head now, and especially with the decrease in funding, most likely coming from the state and federal level uh, due to COVID and the pandemic. I think we're looking at a crossroads here in the next couple of years. Talk about the enrollment. A couple others have brought that up too. Why do you think the enrollment is, I guess, not plummeting, that's not the right word, but going down of where it has been the last several years for the district too? You know, I think enrollment, there's a couple of factors. One, I think it's just a trend um, across the country. We have less, people are having less kids. And so I think that has part to do with it. But it's also true that I think people are leaving this community for opportunities elsewhere. And I guess I'm kind of the poster child for that as well. And I hope at some point the community will wake up and say, look, how many more people need to leave? How many more professionals do we need to lose? How many more teachers and staff do we need to lose that are going and looking for, for opportunities other places? And, and look at that and we come back and we need to reinvest in ourselves. What does that take? I guess because you bring because I've heard that conversation a lot, and I've had it with people that the community has to buy in, and we get there's been that trust issue, but at the same time, you can't move forward if you're still stuck on something that's three superintendents ago at this point, old school board ago. I mean, how do you move forward with that community? Get them to buy into what you guys are trying to do. Yeah, I, I, this is a great community. It's got a lot of great people. It's got a lot of pride in itself. And that's one of the reasons that I love to live here. But it's also a community that thinks the status quo is okay in, in large measure. And status quo right now means we're falling behind because everyone else is, is taking steps to make themselves better. And I think that's where we have to go. We have to make the case to the community that the status quo isn't okay. And what that means moving forward, not just for the next year, but the next 5, 10, 20 years for our schools and what that means. A pretty good example of seeing things grow is, I think they just passed another bond issue. North Kansas City District just passed, what, millions of dollars again? Seeing it that close, is that, was that maybe a way that you guys were trying to get people to buy in when you guys were talking about facilities, saying, hey, listen, it's 40 minutes down the road. Look what they're doing. We could be doing the same thing. Was that ever used to kind of... I guess compared to what St. Joe could be and what we're not doing at the same time too? Yeah, I mean it is. You see these other communities that are investing in themselves and, and improving and that's what I mean when I say the status quo just isn't acceptable because as we continue to stay the status quo they're getting better and that's what I mean when I say status quo is falling behind and we've got to change that narrative and I think what we need to do then is take responsibility for that as a school district, as a school board and come up with a plan that addresses the concerns and needs of the entire community, not just one segment, but the entire community, and come up with a plan that will really move the school district forward, looking forward to 2030 and 2040. And you talked about, you know, born, raised here, everything. This was very important to you, very passionate about it. Just how bittersweet is this, I guess, this time for you? Because you are getting a great opportunity, family's getting a great opportunity at the same time, like you said, a part of you is leaving your hometown community too. Yeah, it's bittersweet, but this is a great community, like I said, with great people. And this community can succeed. I think it will succeed. I think it just needs to reinvest back in itself. And it was successful. We were one of the best school districts in the state not too long ago. And I think we can be that again. And um, I think as long as we work together, we can accomplish great things. And final question, just kind of wrapping it up. You know, with COVID and everything, there's been the state cutting funding. Just how much was that setting back, maybe looking forward at facilities at the time, because who knows what funding will be next month or next year, just anything like that, too? Yeah, I mean, 
thankfully we're in as good a financial position as we've probably been in in about 10 years. So we're going to be able to sustain uh, any kind of impact on a short-term basis. Uh, on a long-term basis, I don't think anybody knows what that's like, and I don't think there's any household or any business that hasn't been negatively impacted in the last couple of months. And right now, we just don't know what's going to happen moving forward. Um, but I think we're in as be the best position we can be to withstand the storm in the short term and then kind of figure out what those long-term plans are.